0: I'm Alec Baldwin, and you are listening to Mission Daily, selected as Best of 2018 by Apple. Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning.
1: Hey, everyone. It's producer Rachel Kanye here. Make sure you've checked out today's earlier episode with special guest Alec Baldwin, as this next episode is a little behind the scenes sneak peek into what it was like recording with Alec and some of the surprising lessons learned along the way. Chad and Stephanie talk about how constraints can sometimes lead to our best work and why we should always be pushing for our own proverbial 3-minute mile. Stay tuned for more from Chad and Steph.
0: What's up everyone? Welcome back to The Mission Daily. I'm Chad Grills and I'm joined by
1: Stephanie Postles. Hey everyone. What's up, Steph? Not much? How are you?
0: I'm great. It's good to be back home. Had I know. Had a whirlwind trip last week to New York. And this episode, I want to talk about basically that story of why we were going, what we created at the last minute. And literally in the nick of time, we created something, a script for an A-list celebrity to narrate. Not only did we pull it off, but it went better than we could have imagined. And there are a whole bunch of lessons learned that I want to present because they're valuable for anybody that's doing creative work, anybody in business, anybody that's a parent, friend, spouse, I mean, you name it. So I I really want to get these lessons out there. And the story, what we went through last week is, I think, a fun way to do that.
1: Yep. Are we allowed to say the celebrity's name or do we have to kind of keep that hush until we release episodes?
0: No, we can. And uh, I want to yeah, that's kind of like payoff for the episode is to yeah tease who's going to be narrating the upcoming episode of the story.
1: All right, so then for oh, upcoming oh,
0: season, excuse oh, yeah, me, the season, yeah, an entire season, and then some other fun conversations, and uh, yeah, maybe even a whole episode of the mission daily. You never know.
1: Yep. All right, so a little background: Chad texts me one day and he says, "Can you please book flights for Ian and myself? We need to go to New York." And we're going to be recording with the celebrity. So it was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. So I start rushing and trying to find hotels for them near where they're going to be recording with them and finding flights and all that. And I booked you guys a pretty tight turnaround of you fly in, you record, and fly out <laughs> the next day. <laughs> but let's so, hear uh, yeah. Yeah, your thoughts around all that.
0: So you you hooked up all that for us at the last minute. And this was very much something that was uh, put together. Whether you're dealing with people in... Uh, Hollywood or with people's agents or people in technology and and business, sometimes opportunities come up at the last minute. And that's the only way to really capitalize on undervalued things and have great outcomes happen is to not only jump at them, but fly across the country and make things happen. And so you booked everything. And then there was a whole bunch of uh, other stuff that came up in the business that took way more time than we were anticipating, basically. So. We had this whole season of the story that we had to write, create, edit, proofread. You know, We proofread things about six, seven times before they're actually read. And so we had to do all that. And meanwhile, we're just basically juggling a whole bunch of fire drills. Uh, we're onboarding new team members. A big shout out to Adam, our new VP of operations, doing a tremendous job. And we have another team member coming on Monday, I think, right?
1: Yep, Monday. Hillary, yeah, well, yay!
0: Yeah, I was going to hold off on the announcer here, but uh, <laughs> what's up, Hillary? Yeah, We're excited to have you on board. And so we're, we're doing all this stuff. There's a bunch of stuff going on. And the days are ticking down. Our recording with this celebrity is scheduled on Wednesday. And on Sunday, Sunday, I think, we finally got around to starting To write the story. And for background, (laughs) it's an entire season. Yeah, it's eight 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 stories
1: stories, or eight episodes that we had to write.
0: Yeah, four after shows. And none of this was done. (laughs) No no research, nothing. So that's that's pretty staggering. But this was a great gut check because one of the cool things about business that I've been sharing internally with both Ian and you is the idea of three minute miles. So You typically hear about Roger Bannister running a four-minute mile, and when he shattered that record, people thought, oh, it would never be done. The four-minute mile would never be broken. But then after Bannister achieved that, basically unlocked that achievement, a whole bunch of other runners followed suit very soon after that. In business, however, what we're starting to discover and what I wish the media would promote more is that there are three-minute miles everywhere that are achievable and accessible to you. So not I'm not saying somebody that has a business, somebody that's established. There are such unique opportunities that no one else in the world is suited for, except for incredibly anomalous individuals that have gone through a really unique background, history, and have these whole eclectic blend of skills that you can do these things and they've never been done before in business. They're very hard to find, but they exist basically everywhere. And so on Sunday, when we're you know going through a little bit of panic, this type of philosophy and thing that we're sharing internally really came to the forefront of my mind where this is an opportunity to do basically run a three minute mile. And it's not something that we had done before. It's not something we had planned. And we've never worked with actors before, A-list actors or anything like that. But that's not a big deal. That's not having credentials in terms of like prerequisites and everything like that not necessary, not as necessary as people think. So we were super behind. We started writing, still juggling all the other business tasks and, and things. So I had a limited amount of time to do that. On Tuesday, we fly out and get to New York. Things take like they always do a bit longer than expected. I mean, at the airport, the gate closed, I think, it closed about 15 minutes early. So when I got to the airport, I had already checked in and they said, uh, sorry, sir, we're not going to allow you to board. You're not going to be allowed to board this because you're you got here, I think around 25 minutes, you know, I have clear card and everything I could have got through. There was no line whatsoever. So I'm literally standing there. And Ian, who is our uh, co-founder is already on the other side. (laughs) He's boarding the plane. And not only that, but he's texting me saying, I have no idea what's going on. The gate is still open. You can come in. I'm almost in like eyesight of him. And they're like, you can't, you can't go through you. We're not going to give you your boarding pass. You can't, through completely ridiculous
1: shout out to delta
0: <laughs> yeah big shout out to delta um we love you so I much through
1: so much shade
0: oh <laughs> uh, no it's uh that's fine um, but that's like
1: the second experience i understand with them,
0: so yeah i understand some of that it's they have enough there's just crazy regulations on them but anyways so i get the next flight to new york we get there and ian and i are both going through we're writing things everybody else on the team is chipping in you're editing Lacey's going through she's editing jenny's proofreading Lacey's researching and writing and helping out too hillary's jumping in the whole team
1: is working at this point very late at night trying to get these stories turned around
0: because wednesday is coming up and we have to be there at the studio this is our first time recording with the this a-list celebrity and if you show up don't have things go as planned you're not the agent's not gonna work with you again. <laughs>
1: and you only have a certain amount of time. So it's not like you can get there and it's a really you know small be like, hold window. on, let me uh, edit this real quick so you can, you know, narrate yeah, it and it not sounds gonna, good.
0: Not gonna happen. Things have to be perfect to read because obviously with these type of things, time is of the essence. And uh, these people are highly sought after. So yeah, it's time's of the essence. So anyways, we're up to uh, till about five in the morning in New York, finishing putting the final touches on the episodes. We get a little, a couple hours of sleep. We wake up in the morning and go through the episodes, get them as close as we think that they can be. And we head to the uh, address of the studio, the recording studio that we're going to. It's the wrong address. And we have to go run all the way uh, across back to the other side of Central Park to the right address. And we get there moments later. It's it's like old school, New York studio, uh, fifth floor. A lot of history there, so that was that was exciting. It was uh, really cool to see that. So, anyways, we get there moments later. The celebrity arrives, and one more thing here: we also needed a videographer, and we had the one that we we wanted to book somebody. They fell through, so the night before at one p.m., I get on the phone. Just I use Thumbtack to get a bunch of quotes from videographers, and one reaches out. He's just on the ball, like super responsive and everything. So we get on the phone, talk to each other, and he's like, Yep, I got you. This is great. I'm excited about it, and I'll see you guys there. He shows up. He's on time. You right,
1: said 1 p.m. though. You right were booking him at 1 a.m. Oh, 1 a.m. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, can, you text tell I'm still, me at- uh,
0: I'm still severely sleep deprived here. Yeah. Because cause did you text not- <laughs> me at 1
1: 30 a.m., and you're like, I just booked our videographer for tomorrow morning. I was like, Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> so he's he's there, which that, that's a wait off. And the folks at the studio that run it, have everything set up. They're ready to go. So that was that was another wait off. And then our the voice narrator, A-list celebrity that we've booked, rolls in the door, right on the money, right on time. And to his credit, we got him the, the scripts super, super late. So he barely had time to go through them, but he rolls in and boom, just meeting and hanging out, getting to know Alec Baldwin a little bit. And right from the gate, he wants to jump into the stories. So there's not, not an opportunity for a lot of meet and greet or anything like that. And the first time you're working with anyone, it's an open question as to how is the project going to be? Are they professionals? How is the writing? How is like everything in the studio? Is it all seamless or are these folks amateurs? So Alec jumps in and we have no idea what he's thinking of the stories. He just starts rolling through them. There's this little studio recording booth. Ian is in there with Alec, helping him go through things. I'm watching, doing some following up with emails. Texting
1: me nervously, like, oh my gosh, I don't know how it's going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Doing all kinds of other things on the other side through, there's like a closed circuit TV where you can watch what's going on in the studio. And then you can hear the audio on uh, speakers. And he's just, he's flying through them. The reading style that he's used to use for professional narration is a bit different from what we're used to hearing. So he's going through it. We have no idea how it's going. We have no idea what he's thinking about this because he's providing zero commentary on it. Just occasionally, he'll stop and ask Ian about a pronunciation or how'd that sound or whatever. After the first episode, Ian you know very delicately says, uh, Alec, I think you forgot this uh, first line here. Alex Alex's like, what do you mean? And Ian's like, this line right here. And Alex's like, no, I didn't. And Ian's like, oh, no, 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 this line's, it's really important because it kind of like makes the whole story. (laughs) Awkward. It's, yeah. So you like, you just, again, this is like the first time we're doing any of this. So he gets through, I think four, he's at number four or five. And Ian and and Alec are uh, starting to go back and forth. And Alec's like, what is this, number six or seven? And Ian's like, "Uh, it's number four. And again, your mind goes to
1: Oh yeah, my gosh, place. what he's
0: thinking and everything He's like ready that. to be
1: done with this. He doesn't like it. Yep.
0: Yeah. And what was not helpful was a couple of the people that knew we were going to be recording with Alec who didn't know him. That's key. They did not know him. They'd never worked with him or anything like that. Started to plant these seeds of, oh, we've, we've seen what he does in the media. We've heard stories, this and that. And he might walk out and all all this stuff. He might walk out if it doesn't go well. So that's the idea that we had in our head that unfortunately we allowed to to be implanted from people who had no experience whatsoever. They had glanced at news stories and thought that they knew what was actually going on or how a person was or what they were like or what their work habits were. It's like
1: watching or reading an article in like People Magazine being like, yep, I know Alec Baldwin. I know his whole family and life at this point.
0: Yeah, completely. And so we're recording, I don't wanna give away the who the story is or what the season was about, because it's, I I think really special. It'll surprise everyone. They'll really like it a lot because it's, it turned out tremendous, but anyways, so we get to the sixth story and Alec finishes it at the end of it. He kind of like puts his hands on the table and says, Hey, I really like these stories. These are actually inspiring. I want to go out and run when I get home. This is really cool. I like you guys. You know, like something along those lines. Wasn't that such a relief? <laughs> such relief. And from that, but that is, that's the mark two of a professional where they're not going to judge you until they have enough context. And once they go through your work and see how everything was like presented, set up for them, after they have a little bit of context, i.e. six stories in out of eight, they know how to take the the rest of the engagement basically.
1: Yep. And imagine if you would have, you know, gone into it, taking the first few thoughts in your head and maybe, you know, his response of like, oh, I don't, you know, I, I don't have to reread that. I did read it and you kind of built up your own story. Imagine how you would have probably came off to him and you could have created a whole different bad relationship if you would have used what was in your head and the stories you had and just kind of like the negative preconceived notions about him. You could have created a whole different path. Yes. Whereas you guys kind of remained open and, you know, just like, he's a nice person. He's trying his best with this and we're all going to get along fine. And you kept that in your head to where, you know, six stories in. definitely the
0: goal. That yep. th- That is what I was visualizing too was as we were going there, this is going to go incredible. This is going to be great. And th- the other thing too is people like this don't take projects unless they're excited about them. That just, that doesn't happen. And occasionally things and projects will like slip through the cracks that they're not excited about that they have to take for various reasons. And, but, certain things, just it's not the case. Anyways, so we we wrap the eight stories and Ian, Alec, and everyone is just, they're gelling at this point. It's going great. And afterwards we wrap up, we start talking, we jump into recording the after show. We do some other fun things that you'll be hearing across all of our podcasts very soon. And it's just incredible. We get a deep dive and i we talk about subjects that I've never heard Alec talk about before. And some of them, it's very interesting because I suspect some of them will actually be newsworthy. These were (laughs) pretty bold, pretty bold statements about a lot of things that were going on that are actually going on right now that need to be addressed. And it goes beyond pragmatic. You'll you'll hear it soon. And so afterwards, we uh, have just a brief discussion, talk about future projects. And it was an incredible experience. Had we believed any of the quote, advice from well-meaning people who were just all providing the same message, fear, uncertainty, and doubt about what could happen or how Alec might be in person. We would have clouded our judgment, clouded our mind, and ruined what could have been an incredible experience. You can't believe what other people advise you. And when people don't have experience working with somebody directly, when people don't have experience doing something themselves or
1: in an industry or in a new job you might want to take don't
0: take their advice don't listen to them yeah, it because is not, what you believe,
1: you're gonna make happen. If you believe yes. something about someone, you know, if you think things are gonna go bad, someone's mean, you're gonna make that happen. And same thing with if we believe that we couldn't write those stories in 48 hours, we would not have gotten it done.
0: Yes, and if had we asked for advice about, <laughs> is this possible? Can we get it done? Yeah. Of course, of course, everybody's gonna say no. Of course, everyone's gonna say, well, are you doing how many words? What is it? Okay, no, it's gonna take you. Done you it's gonna take you about this long, and. Don't let other people set limits for you. Don't let other people tell you how your creative projects are supposed to look, how they're supposed to go. Just don't allow that to happen. Set goals or put yourself in positions where it's sink or swim and you will swim. You will figure out how to do it as long as you visualize things, as long as you are in the moment, you're using good judgment, you're using all of your mental skills, faculties, your interpersonal skills, bring all of those to bear. And then the other thing I, I think is really, really fascinating too, when the environment is a higher stakes environment like that, when things are last minute, when you have real constraints around creativity, that's when creativity emerges. And when you give people the opportunity, when you do not judge them, when you're hopeful about things, when you're positive, as these things will never go out of style. You can always employ these things. So whether it's an executive at your company, whether it is a person that's coming to meet the family for the first time, maybe somebody's partner that hasn't met the family, don't believe what you've heard. (laughs) Even firsthand accounts sometimes are very, they're very deceiving. They are not, they don't necessarily reflect reality and they don't reflect what your reality will be with that individual, with that person or with that opportunity. So, so many lessons from this, but the biggest takeaway I really want listeners to hear is that you don't know what's possible. There might be things around you that other people say are four minute miles where they think, oh, this has just never been done before. There are also things around you that are three minute miles that will make a lot of people around you so uncomfortable that their advice will basically be filled with just FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And don't Look for advice. Just do it.
1: Yep. So whether you're starting a business, launching that new feature in your already existing business, writing a book, you know, starting a workout program, whatever you've heard previously, I would definitely ignore of like a book takes this long to write. A workout program takes this long to create. I mean, there's so many ideas around what it'll take you and yeah, define your own path and figure out what's gonna work for you and run that three minute mile.
0: Here's the thing. Don't judge people before you meet them, before you work with them, and after you work with them. I think what most people will find is if you have the right mindset when you go into it, you'll get the right output going out. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. It's always fun to share a bit more of what's going on behind the scenes. And if you're excited about Mission Daily, hit us up on socials. Tell us. Yes, please. And we have a bunch more episodes coming your way, including possibly one with Alec Baldwin. Yep. Stay
1: tuned for that one. It'll be really fun.
0: See you guys next time.